Welcome to PST, podcast for surviving teachers, where we, Mackenzie, Abby, Amelia, Michael, and Talia, break down contemporary teaching issues and create innovative suggestions for early career teachers to overcome. We recognise this is being recorded on Ghana land and pay respect to their connection to culture and acknowledge their sovereignty of country yesterday, today, and forever. Hey everyone, welcome back to an awesome podcast on education. So I'm Amelia, and to start off, we're going to do our highlights for the week. So for my highlight, um, I'm slowly convincing my husband to allow me to get a puppy, so I'm pretty oh, excited about that's that. That's exciting. That's, that's exciting. so cute. Uh, so my name's Abby. Um, my highlight of the week is I went to Education Uni Ball, mm. um, and it was actually really good to see everyone um, dressed up and just enjoying a night off of studying. That's so nice. Um, I'm Talia. Highlight of this week is just smashing out assignments, really, um, and spending a lot of time with my dog. Michael, what about you? How's it been? Yeah, it's been great. I actually had a new job yesterday, <gasps> which was awesome. Oh, cool. Whereabouts? Yeah, so I'm a, a, a SLSO, a Student Learning Support Officer at Cherry Brook Tech High School. Oh, that's and really cool. That's people out there. That's where Eddie Wu works. So I'm going to try and talk oh my to God. him. And, that's crazy. Yeah, tips. So we'll see how we go. That's so <laughs> exciting. Oh, my goodness. All the best. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Well, that's awesome. So for today's um, little session, we're going to talk about the four C's. So the four C's are pedagogy, which is really relevant in teaching in the 21st century. So it consists of communication, collaboration, creativity, and critical reflection. What do you guys think about these? I think it's a really good step in a direction to understanding how to teach a 21st century student. Um, it's very frameworky, which maybe is also going against the thing of us saying that we should be being adapt- adaptable and flexible. Mm. So again, we're coming back to frameworks though, um, but it is a good um, step, essentially. I think it's cool is that these terms are quite, I think why it's also a framework, like I'd be saying, I think they're very broad terms mm. and I think they can be definitely um, like lots of different perspectives on how we're shown in the classroom. As we all know, teaching is looking really differently now than it was even like a few years ago. And so I think keeping these sort of core like four thoughts within our classroom is definitely really vital. And I think it's really easy, like a really straightforward, easy approach. Mm. What about you, Michael? The issue that the four C's really combats is the fact that our world is so um, diverse and it's changing almost every day. We need to prepare these students for this future world. And that's why we're talking about the four C's today is that through these different capabilities, we can create this future um, participant of society, this future worker who Mm. is able to uh, meet to these new standards that don't even exist yet. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's so, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely something to think about, really. What is yeah. the definition really saying, Amelia? So, going back to the definition where it talks about the four C's, it pretty much says that those capabilities are essential for learning, thriving and transforming in our world and our approach support leaders, teachers and students and how these are fundamental and crucial skills that we need. And also, looking on the transformative learning website where a lot of the information is regarding this pedagogy, further down it says it's about rethinking and reshaping every aspect of school life. So what you were talking about, Michael, how like it's constantly changing. I think that's the idea of this pedagogy to like change with the change. Mm. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, I really like that because it's like as we know, teaching is evolving just like the world is. And I think mm. it's, I think as educators and as future educators, it's really vital to realize that our classrooms aren't going to be the same. Even like year to year, month to month, like everything, like the world influence in our classroom has just become such a big impact and I think mm. even like from the tutorial today they made it really clear about like how different it's looking and how different like the kids are looking like they're having different interests they're having different sort of fulfillments um and they're not necessarily just aiming for a tertiary education anymore mm. it's looking at broader how can we assist them yeah. with all those skills it's very much a like instant gratification world and mm. that's what the priority of our students will be it's like what can i do now to become successful or get like what i fast. want yeah, yeah yeah whereas i think something that sylvia mentioned our teacher she said that we're going to become more important than ever in our students lives but ironically they're going to see us as less and less important mm. unless we can actually make bonds with them yeah 100 like i think it's so interesting like a lot of what we're talking about today was like how our tutor was saying like her son's like side like a literal side hustle business which is like beyond me um but it's looking at like obviously he's going to come to school and realize like what we're teaching isn't is like kind of outdated for him like he's like why am I going to school if they're not going to be like assisting in pursuing my future um and so I think that's like to adjust our approach to the mm. curriculum adjust our approach to like content as well how do you make it more sort of um diverse for everyone and not just teaching yeah the content mm. I think like just like I think to that goes it. to um two of the four C's quite well it's mm. like communication talk to your student get to know what they want what they're doing and then creativity, think outside the box. Because, I mean, in the last 10, 20 years, like, so many new apps, phones, etc., has just been invented and put out into the world. Mm. In the next 20 years of our teaching, everything's going to change. We're probably not going to know about a lot of it, but mm. our students will. It's like we need to kind of be creative enough to, I guess, work in their world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Like, mm-hmm. they're the ones that we're coming in, if, in order to achieve... I think as educators, it's just being open-minded and mm. not being afraid and not, like, ignoring it. Because I definitely know, like, at school we had those teachers who've been there for years and years um, and it's, like, what they were teaching is so outdated. And mm. they have, they've, like, made a commitment to themselves. They haven't changed. They haven't chosen, like, with this new wave of change. they just, like, no, no, too scary or, like, yeah. don't want to. Where I think what I do prior to something, like, educators like in our class and um I think this next generation is that we're around it we like change and I think as we know like with social media and technology and stuff like that you have to like keep up with that trend I Mm. think education is going to become quite similar that like 
it will alter year to year and it's not just becoming like a textbook that's like 10 years old like that's so outdated like it needs to be revamped and mm. different perspectives are coming to light as we get more technology um so yeah i think it's really vital so the first one's like communication which i think is i think it's like we start with realistically mm. is having those chats with students especially in a secondary classroom we all know they're quite opinionated mm. um and so it's like at the beginning of the year what what are some tactics we can do michael well, as you said, what are some tactics we can do as teachers to help promote these skills? I reckon for communication, a good one is similar to what Amelia said, modelling it. If we give clear expectations through um, direct learning intentions and success criteria, stuff like that, we can model what we expect of them and communicate that clarity to them. So they can take that away and be like, this is what my teacher did and I knew exactly what I needed to do. Yeah. So I'm going to take that into my life and be just clear with my expectations for people around me, but also my expectations for what my employer wants me to do. And, you know, there's, there's, there's even more that can go on. So modeling that communication mm. is important to help them. Um, do that as well. I think it's super fundamental for relationships as well is the developing that mutual respect. Like I'm going to be really honest and open about what I want from you, and you can like students can do the same. Mm. Like as educators, like almost asking, what do you want from me? What because like obviously the education you can we can be very flexible. And I think it's yeah. going to be like that. Yeah. I think moving on from like communication into collaboration, which is where you're mm. going with that relationship, which is the second of the four C's. Um, I think a really good point brought up today was understanding. Um, the essence of education is a relationship between a knowledgeable, caring adult and the child. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding that we're not the, again, that big, um, like big thing of content at the front of the classroom that's mm-hmm. just meant to transmit it across that we're finding those hidden curriculums and we're also finding those life skill coaching. So it goes from yeah. being a teacher to being more of a mentor in that. I think that's a really great point because I think as educators, I think think it does get overwhelming, like especially being on placement, you feel like you're just there for content, you're just there to teach, but you're also there to be a mentor, to Mm -hmm. be, Mm -hmm. you know, a figure for these students who might not have those uh, people at home or in their life, so it's being there as a person that can teach them some life skills as well Mm -hmm. and not just like, yeah, just... Education, I think. I think that's also what we kind of went through in our class today. Like she was talking about questions and was like how to help them with their interests and how to help them with the choice of do you build a house, do you rent a house. Like it's more than just your basics, math, science, English, even like drama, etc. It's life. Like they want to know about life. Mm -hmm. And like personally, when I was in school, I think that's the biggest complaint I probably had with school. I was like, how do I do my taxes? Will I do after school besides uni? Like no life skills it was just the basic curriculum that was being taught what do you think michael well in in regards to this collaboration that we were talking about and students specifically some different um, strategies we can use is uh obviously group work and you do group work um in for different purposes sometimes there um you group different people of different levels of readiness so they learn from one another and there's that peer mentoring aspect as well but sometimes group work can just be great because it can help them um, learn together in that environment and that's what we are helping them learn is that skill of collaboration to bring that Mm. into into their future. Definitely. And I think going on to that collaboration allows for creativity, Mm. it allows these different perspectives which is like the next C is um, 
being creative in the classroom we don't want to do the same assignments like I know I went like I did placement back at my own high school and I was working with one of my old teachers and I was like this is the same assessment you were teaching me five years ago mm. and you're teaching to these same kids I'm like but that's like the worlds are different five years ago like why are we still doing the same content like, mm. it's, it surely gets boring as a teacher and sorry like as students they're like they're disconnected to it um and I don't think they like, continuously like update it but I think it's like adjust it for your like group like mm. what Sylvia was saying today she knew that our groups um our class is quite like opinionated loves talking so she set us up in a classroom to have like a bit of a, like a senate kind of like you know you know nine nations mm. sort of aspect because then she knew that's how we benefited the best mm-hmm. um I think as educators it's like yeah going back to flexibility is how do you demonstrate creativity how do you allow students strengths to sort of thrive really yeah I'd honestly say flexibility is probably the biggest strategy for creativity because mm. in any topic you can change the assignment, you can change how you're willing to teach them. Yeah. But you just have to be flexible enough to be do- willing to do it. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I think you can't be afraid of change, and I think you can't be afraid of like mm. what might occur when creativity is involved. And I think it goes back to those kids who might not want a tertiary education, but like I know for drama, like they might not want to be in a big performance, but how you teach them proper skills to present themselves in a job interview or how to, um, you know, ways of speaking clearly and Mm. holding eye contact. And those basic skills can be demonstrated in drama. It's not just all about um, meeting those key things that can be, like, varied and, um, yeah, flexible, I think, is probably the main thing is being an educator. Yeah. Should we move on to critical reflection yes. now? Um, I think at a point that on the um, website that's really impo- uh, of that for transma- transformative learning, sorry, um, of critical reflection is learning with us and develop ways to develop deep learning environments that build that self-regulation um, and the ability to think and work with others. So it's, again, that kind of developing them into a citizen to be able to work in whatever environment they are in in the future. Michael, did you want to add on to that? Yeah, uh, well, employers aren't looking for people that know stuff anymore, mm. are they? Because you can just Google it. Yes. Right? yes. Are looking for people that know how to think, how to solve problems. Yes. And that's what these forces can help us do, especially with this critical thinking aspect, mm-hmm. is we can create students and people that ask questions about the world around them and, and create solutions. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. That's so good, actually. Like, so Yeah, it's so vital. It's more about, like, when you, like, on a resume, you're putting down the skills you have. Mm. It's not like, oh, I got an A in my history assignment in year yeah. eight. It's about the skills that you've developed as an individual, and I think school is a very, like, is the home of that, is, a, like, a base for those skills to be learned. You're socialising and meeting new people. That was actually something in one of my recent classes in a different topic with our um, teacher. She put down, like, a bunch of, like, traits and she was like, choose a trait that speaks to you as a teacher and that you know you're good at. And then she said, you can use any of these traits to any interview, like answer. Yeah. Because any of your strengths can be used to help any problem. Like honesty, curiosity, even just like caring. Like any of those can be like, well, what do you do if you have a child that doesn't really want to participate? All three of them have their own answer that's probably going to help you. Which is, I think is the big bit of critical reflection. Because as well as focusing on what our strengths are and using them, I think we also need to focus on what our weaknesses are. Mm. Because there might be a trait that we don't have that specifically could speak very strongly to one of our students that we need to develop. 
I think that's a big part with students nowadays is there's a big talk about like this resilience and how kids don't necessarily have it. They're not good straight away. They just mm. want to quit it. They just want to like move on. And, um, and so I think it's developing those, understanding our weaknesses, but like how do we improve that? What can we work on to benefit ourselves? And not just assuming we're not good at something mm. because we didn't win it at the first try. Mm. Um, so I think that's like also to important. Like critical reflections is con- constantly reflecting on ourselves as well as teachers as oh like thinking about how that lesson went what could have we done differently because I think we are lifelong learners and we've got to constantly remember that like we're mm. not going to be perfect straight away and I think if we assume we're perfect I think that's when your love of teaching kind of stops I think personally I think you've just got to constantly wanting to be better for your Absolutely. students and even just in life though that's how it should be mm. like anyone that's successful pretty much is always curious or always striving yeah. to learn more because the world doesn't stop yeah. It keeps going. There's always going to be more information no matter where you are or what you're doing. Mm. Even if you're just a mother, like, there's still going to be more information regarding oh, that. 100%. So I think it's a really big bit, like, with our four Cs, to make sure that we teach our, like, students to be curious, to mm. be willing to learn. Definitely. Anything to add, Michael? Um, we're talking about the, the four Cs as this great strategy we can use to help prepare these students but it's it's important to recognize as well that there's no silver bullet like there's no one strategy one strategy that's going to help every single one of our students to be prepared for Mm. this new world and and there's some suggestions from the textbook for us as teachers to just be aware of and we've touched on those things you know be respectful as a teacher be flexible have meaningful relevant and connected curriculum to their world. Focus on individual development, not a standardized growth, and provide collaborative learning experiences. And that kind of encompasses the four C's, but also some of the things that uh, you girls have touched on as well today. Mm, that's awesome. I think we had a really great chat, actually. I really enjoyed mm. it. So, yeah. Should we conclude with it? Yes. So, thanks for that, everyone. Um, I hoped us talking about the four C's kind of helped you understand some things that we can all implement into education. Like Michael was saying, no silver bullet. There's going to be no quick solution. So I hope you guys can stay with us as we work towards being better teachers. We can help you guys hopefully do the same. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.